episode 272, Greg Roulette, Small Business Video Masterclass. Welcome. Check out this fantastic podcast. Do the little guy a favor. Subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. I'm Adam Lewis Walker, former teacher and athlete, now turned lifestyle entrepreneur, best-selling author, keynote speaker, and host of the Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Every week, I start it off with me, myself, and I and my thoughts on the week, and this is also accompanied by the brand new for 2017, Awaken Your Alpha TV on YouTube, so please do jump over there. Get to the podcast. I'm getting to it, Alan. As usual, please do head over to ayalpha.com to connect with the show, connect with me. The easiest and most interactive way is men, please do head over to Facebook, Awaken Your Alpha with ALW, and basically connect with like-minded individuals. Share, review, like, and reach out to me, connect. I'd love to hear your story and what you're up to and what you're doing to make a difference and a change in yourself and in the world. And I look forward to sharing this week's guest. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast, Live Limitless. Okay, we have our second ever return guest, and this is one that was always going to come back. I can't get away from the guy. It's Greg Roulette. He's the founder of Ambitious.com, the partner at Celebrity Brand Agency is how we first connect. He's the Emmy Award-winning producer, co-host, and executive producer of Ambitious Adventures. He's up for another Emmy this coming Saturday. Um, he's up to loads of stuff. I see him every year. He's a training ninja. He's man, the man all <laughs> video. He's an absolute legend. Greg Roulette, are you ready to awaken your alpha again? Oh, dude, I wake up every day to awaken my alpha, dude. So I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me, man. Awesome. So we've just been talking before, and obviously we've done all the backstory. I'm going to put that link into your original episode. I think it was almost three years ago. A lot's happened. You're all about ambitious adventures at the moment, and you are the man about video, 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 video. Let's say you're up for an Emmy for, as a host for your TV show. You've got new pilots coming. Tell me what you're all about at the moment. I've kind of said it there a little bit. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, man. So uh, the big vision, and I'll just come out and say it because yeah. I, 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 it fuels me every day is I want to be the Ryan Seacrest to the small business world. And that means two things. That means, A, building my platform and creating properties uh, to develop my own personal brand. But the goal of the personal brand is so then that I can break other people in other shows. And I think that's the big piece of it. So if you look at like Seacrest, he's got his radio show that he's doing every day. He's got the weekly top 40. He's got, well, he had American Idol, but now he's got whatever the Kelly and, Kelly and Ryan show. And he uses all that now as a platform to say, hey, I got these Kardashians. They would be good on TV. And that's become bigger than him. But yeah. If he doesn't have that vehicle like Idol, like the radio shows, like all that, much harder for him to get that show on. And so I think of it twofold is the bigger that I build my brand, the bigger value that I can add to other people. And so using things like uh, The Ambitious Life, using things like Ambitious Adventures, um, you know, Ambitious.com, Ambitious Live, all those things, now I can bring in somebody else. And like you said, we're about to shoot a new pilot for, for one show. We're actually going out to LA next week to do it. Uh, I have a second show that we're looking to put out. And then... While we're also building, uh, you know, these properties, we're also building distribution partners, which I think this is like the key of of the whole game is is distribution because anyone right now can use one of these things. And I'm if you're not watching video, <laughs> I'm holding up a phone. Um, but like anyone can use a phone right now and shoot video and have it on Instagram, Instagram Live, Facebook, you know, going Facebook Live, whatever it is. 
But if you're only streaming it to the same 200 people every single week, um, you know, it's not getting you out there. So I still believe in distribution, whether that be traditional distribution, like TV, radio, newspapers, magazines, or non-traditional media, like new media, um, you know, like websites, you know, the, all these places that need content. Like and one of our big partners is Entrepreneur, Entrepreneur Network, uh, but like Huffington Post and Influensive and Forbes and Fortune and BuzzFeed and all of these digital properties that could put you in front of way more people. I mean, the crazy thing, when we were shopping Ambitious Adventures, their top business shows are getting like 40, 50,000 people watching them. When you think of like big national runs of TV, you know, we have hundreds of thousands watching our show on yeah. Entrepreneur and Facebook Watch and all these places. So like we're 10Xing the audience. Yeah. Um, and so it's just crazy when you think about merging those two things. And I think that's a lot of what we're going to talk about today. So yeah. my, my stuff right now is a helping people to understand that video isn't the future. It's right now. If you're not doing video, you're already behind. Um, and then B is how do we strategically use video to grow our business? Not just so we have video because I told you, you need to do video but you're actually putting out video that gets people's attention, gets them into your sales funnel, gets them to know you like you trust you, and ultimately buy your stuff. That is the focus. It's not video for ego. It's not video because, you know, some guru told you to do it. It's video to actually, you know, move the bottom line, to move the, to move the needle. Yeah. I want to talk to you about how you kind of got that partnership with Entrepreneur. And I know you've just been featured in the magazine. I saw, you, I saw your photos where you went out and bought. <laughs> Absolutely awesome. But yeah. how did you get that relationship? And I remember... You were, you were putting these videos out consistently. Yeah. A high quality. I think that's the important thing as well when you're in your studio. Tell me about that. And I know someone that literally contacted you to host a show just off seeing like a two minute little clip yeah. quite near the early days of that. Well, yeah. So I'm going to bring in two concepts now that, that, I, that I fully believe in. One is constancy and consistency. And that's kind of what you talked about is I've been doing a show. Uh, it's The Ambitious Life. We, uh, we're about to post today, episode 91. So we have 91 episodes. We've been doing it for 91 weeks. Like, you know, most people give up way before 91 and I, you know, some episodes get, you know, tens of thousands. We get a couple episodes with over a hundred thousand views and we have some episodes that have like 70 views. Um, and I don't know who's watching them. And I think that's the, the great part about the internet is there's this silent majority of, you know, even if you get a thousand views of your video, what do you get? Four comments. That means that 996 people watched it, but didn't comment. Like you don't know who they are. And yep. so just by constantly putting these things out, I call them hooks. Like if you're fishing, you know, uh, you're deep sea fishing and you got one line out there, you only got one shot to catch a fish. But if you see like the best fishermen, they got like 12 lines out there because now they got 12 shots to, to, yeah. to catch the fish. So with me, I'm like every week I put out a new one and guess what? Now I have 91 hooks on Facebook. I have 91 hooks on YouTube. I have, you know, 91 opportunities to run an ad to people to see it. I have 91 people, 91 chances for someone to Google something and, and find my video. And the constancy and consistency is a huge piece of it is, you know, I think a lot of people, and, and you, you've seen it a lot in the podcasting space, they go, I'm going to go daily, you know, try to be like John Lee Dumas or yes, something. Yes. And, and they do it for like eight days and they're like, oh my God, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> Better to be consistent, like do it once a week, every single week and be, you know, constantly in front of your marketplace. You know, if you're going to put out an episode once a week, well then spend the other six days marketing that episode. So you're constantly in front of people. Yep. And so one of these videos was seen by a casting director uh, at a production company who was- the Tinder one. Uh, uh, yeah, well, I'll do that one first because that's the best one. So I shot a video almost on accident as one of our, my employees uh, came up to me and said, hey, man, yeah, you know, uh, you've been married to your wife for so long. Like, I'm, I'm out on Tinder and, like, it's so hard. Like, how do you develop a relationship? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I've married my high school sweetheart. I have no yeah. idea. How to do, you know? 
But I shot a video uh, which was how to develop relationships in the Tinder world. And I really just talked about relationship principles, not necessarily dating. Yeah. And I put it out on YouTube. And a casting director for ABC Family, which is now called Freeform, saw that video. That video maybe has 300 views on YouTube. One of them is the casting director at ABC Family. And they called me in and I basically, just like how we are right now on Zoom, I think it was on Skype, but same, same difference. Yeah. I, I did like three casting calls and like auditions and all this great stuff. And so again, the silent majority is out there and all these strategic byproducts. Like I had no idea that just by putting a video out there, a casting director was gonna give me a call. So strategic byproducts, that's the thing that, that most people miss is just because your show, your podcast, your blog, your Facebook group, whatever, you know, isn't doing, you know, the, the exponential growth, you don't know what the strategic byproduct is. Like someone hears your show and all of a sudden they're like, Hey, can we partner on this? Or, Hey man, I listened to that episode. Can you connect me with this person? And all of a sudden you're in a joint venture over here. And so for me, putting out that video led to a, a, a casting opportunity. Uh, fast forward a little bit. Another one of my episodes was seen by another production company that was pitching a show to CNBC. And uh, I flew out to LA after going through some online auditions and I auditioned in person. And I auditioned with someone uh, next to me, Nicole Lapin. She's amazing. She's the author of uh, Rich Bitch and Boss Bitch. Um, <laughs> the best names like of books ever. Um, and now you have to put like explicit warning on this podcast. Um, uh, but she, she wrote both these books. One's a New York Times bestseller. And uh, she was uh, reading next to me because we were going to be co-hosts on this show. And after the audition, I just started telling her, I'm like, hey, I got the show, Ambitious Adventures. We just cut the first episode. I'm looking for distribution. And she goes, hey, I know, you know, the head of Entrepreneur Network. Uh, she's a good friend of mine. They're looking for this. You should talk to her. And, um, you know, again, strategic byproduct. Yeah. I had no idea that going, that putting out a video would lead me to on Audition LA, which would lead me to, you know, sit next to someone who knew someone at Entrepreneur Network who made that connection. Yeah. And I think a lot of people would have said no to an opportunity. They would have been too scared to talk about something else that they're working on. I mean, I'm auditioning for a show and I'm pitching them on another show. Right? <laughs> um, and so it's, it's, constancy and consistency and then strategic byproducts there's so many things that you know my partner nick and i and nick's been on the show too i believe um you know we say yes to like weird things because we don't know what's going to happen at that like uh, should we really go to this event it's three days away from the family travel halfway around the country but if there's one guy that i meet there and you know it, it might work and so those two concepts i think are key to everything that we do yeah and I think really motivational, I found as well, from when you was obviously putting out your the Ambitious Life, the short show, which I yeah. definitely want to talk about the concepts and the structure for that. Because again, you make it look very natural, but there's a, a formula that I know you've gone through before and that's, uh, I think it's really helpful. But also, I remember that time when, you know, you got that, that opportunity and you went on audition. Like you said, there was not that many views. So sometimes people look at stuff and they just assume, oh, I'm not going to do it unless I have, you know, hundreds of thousands of views in the first month or two. Right. So it's the consistency and it's more important to who's watching it as opposed to it's oh, 100%. This game. Yeah. Again, so it goes back to why are you putting these videos out? So if you're a local real estate agent, you're never going to get millions of people watching your video about how to stage a home to list it, right? But can you get 300 people within a five mile radius of that home to watch it and one of them buys the house? I would much rather have no, like, 10 people watch the video and one person hire me then yeah. have a million people watch it and no one hires me. I mean, if you think about the big viral videos, like the cat videos and the day funny dancing videos, like no one hired that person for anything. Yeah. You know, like it, it, was, it was here one minute, gone the next. And so with the consistency, like, again, I might only get a thousand, 5,000, 10,000 people watch my video, but if the same thousand watch, you know, 90 episodes, you know, that are four minutes each, do you think that person is going to hire anyone else when they're ready to do video? Mm. Not a chance. Yeah. So I want to touch on as well, 
your videos, especially something for Ambitious Life, obviously the Ambitious Adventures is a half hour show with lots of different interviews, but mm. like very short, like two, three minute, five minute videos, Ambitious Life. What is kind of your key framework and structure? Like you say, you've got your fishing pole to get that hook. You've got seconds to get someone's attention and then just keep them reeling in. What is kind of your structure and how you sort of prepare all your videos? Yeah, so it's changed over time. Um, and I'm going to go kind of more of my early structure because I think that's helpful to others. Like right now, I'm, I'm in a fortunate position where I, I can kind of turn on and I have an idea and I can just run with it. But in the beginning, it was definitely more structured. And I would look at, you know, what's your product or service, right, that you want to sell? Because I think that always needs to be the outcome. And then reverse engineer what needs to be established, what beliefs need to be established, what principles need to be established, you know, in order to, to sell your product. So uh, if you are a coach, you're a business coach, selling business coaching services, what do people need to believe in order to hire you as a coach? What do people need to understand? What philosophies do they need to have? What, what if they knew this, that would enable them to become a client. And that's how I would think of it. So I just reverse engineered it from the outcome. I think most people think about it from the start. I think about it from the outcome. I want someone to hire me to do video, right? And so in my case, I want someone to hire me to do high-end video. It's a high ticket offer. I need to get them to understand that shooting video with a cell phone is bad. Now, I don't think it's bad all the time, but if you're like a financial advisor and you're trying to get somebody to give you a million dollars of their retirement account, do they want to see you holding up a cell phone, doing a selfie where they're looking up your nostrils or your forehead looks gigantic and you got <laughs> McDonald's wrappers in the background? Like, that's just not the best. So I need to convince people of that belief. And then I need to get them to believe that high production value is important. Having intros, having outros, establishing position as a show instead of just a video. Because if yeah. you're just doing video, you're doing what everyone else does. If you have a show... Now you're different. And so I would look at it from, all right, I need to establish those beliefs. And so in the episode, what do I need to do to establish those beliefs? So, you know, I would do an episode of five ways to shoot a more professional video. And again, they would see that I would establish the thesis of you need a professional video. I would teach them five cool things. And then I would end the episode, always end every episode with a call to action. Hey, if you like this episode and you want help creating your next TV series, make sure you head on over to ambitious.com forward slash TV and we'll get started right away. Like, you know, whatever the, the call to action is. So again, work with the end in mind. I think most people, again, start with the beginning. They just want to shoot a video about whatever they want to shoot. Look at what is the end thing you want? Do you want new leads? Do you want subscribers? If you're a real estate agent, do you want more listings? So then cool. What do you need to do to establish the listing? And that's how I think about episodes. The other thing that we do, um, again, to make it appear like a show, and I think this is important, is we do like an intro. It's like a teaser. So if you've ever watched like a reality show or something, they're like coming up next on whatever show it is, use that as the hook to get people to yep. watch the episode. So uh, it's short, one to two sentences. Um, I usually do it as like a question, like, you know, uh, what if everything you thought about selling your house was wrong? What if everything you thought about hiring a business coach was wrong? You know, something like that. Yeah. Huh, that's interesting. Uh, <laughs> and then hit them with an intro. And that would be like the flashy graphics and everything's flying on the screen. Make that short, less than 10 seconds, because if it's too long, then people will tune out before they get to the good stuff. So yeah. you have free intro. You have the an intro and animations and then go into the video. I'm a fan of longer form video in this instance because if someone's going to hire me to do video for them, they're not going to do it in 30 seconds. Yeah. They need to see me for three, four, five, six minutes to say, all right, this great guy's kind of cool and then go on to the next step. Again, we're not creating a viral video. We're creating a client getting video. So you want people to invest a little bit of time with you. Again, if you're on Facebook and you stop and watch a video for five minutes, like that's a big, yes, that's a huge. Big yeah. 
so again, you know, give it enough length to where people are actually investing in you, investing in your content so that they, you know, someone again, watches five minutes, they're more likely to now go opt in, go take the next step, go to landing page, call the office, whatever it is, whatever you want them to do. So uh, pre-intro, intro, you know, four to six minutes of content and then always have a call to action. And now you look like a show because you have the intro graphics, you have the theme music, the call to action kind of acts as like the credits, as like the ending. Now you have a show and it's positioned like nothing else that's out there. I know this is probably gonna be a very individual and there's no one set way, but when it comes to distribution and you're at that phase, you're you know, producing a, a decent little show, is it as is it as um, open as you've got to go and find these distribution partners like you do yeah. with entrepreneur? That was such a you know a unique route, for example. Yeah, that your gut. There's no one real set way in your mind. No, I actually think I have a good answer for oh. this one. Is is twofold? Is a I think you have to do self distribution as well as. Um, more traditional distribution. So self-distribution would be going to the Facebooks, putting it on the Facebooks and giving Facebook money to promote that video. The cool thing right now is the time that we're recording this, it's about a penny to three pennies to get your video seen. So, you know, you can get a thousand people to watch your video for 10 bucks. Now imagine if you're a local, you know, consultant or you're a local real estate agent, like a thousand people that live within five mile radius of the house that you're selling for $10, like that's the best money you can possibly spend. Um, and, and again, that, that waivers, maybe it's $20. Hell, $20 is still better. You know, you can't buy an ad at any local paper or anything for that. So, um, you know, self-distribution through Facebook, YouTube ads are also great. Um, think about YouTube ads. You can bid on keywords. You can bid on like, uh, I have a lot of financial advisors who will put their video before like a Dave Ramsey video, something like that. So, uh, again, I think self-distribution is key. And then if you're not sending these videos out to like your email list, like, Hey, new video up, like it, it sounds so simplistic, but most people don't do it. Um, so self-distribution. And then the second piece is when looking out into the marketplace, who are the people that have media platforms, let's call it, that need video content, but don't want to spend money on video content. So this is the key, right? So I'm already coming in and producing the show. I'm spending the money to shoot it, to edit it, to add the graphics, to, to package everything together. And I just hand it to entrepreneur. Now, if I gave them raw stuff and they had to edit it, they had to cut it, they had to do it like, yeah it would never fly. Um, so basically they get a free show from me that they didn't have to spend money on or hire their own editing team or anything like that. And I'm also now going to promote them to my audience and my network. It's, it's definitely a win-win. I, I think I'm making out better than them on the deal, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'm not going to tell them that. So yeah. they watch this episode. Um, but you know, but who maybe in your local market, does the chamber of commerce have a website or an email where they can send out your video every week for 10 weeks to their email list? Like, Hey, you know, Adam Lewis Walker just pr pr produced a new video all about the three things that you need to know to, you know, make your office look better, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, does the chamber of commerce does, is there a local magazine? Is there a, a local newspaper that would take your stuff? Is there uh, an association or a trade group like, you know, uh, here, like the Orlando Realtor Association, would they, if you're a mortgage broker, can you create a show for the Orlando Realtor Association? And guess what? That's going to get you referrals. It's going to get you in front of all the home, you know? So, you know, it doesn't always have to be the Buzzfeeds or the entrepreneurs or the fast companies. Like who has your audience that already has a media network that you can just give them your show for free. And again, basically you're getting free advertising. Yeah. Now, on the other side, you might pay for that. Like if entrepreneurs tomorrow, and I, again, I hope they're not watching this, <laughs> asked me to pay money to do what they're doing for me now, I would do it in a heartbeat. I would say, here's my check, you know, because it's distribution and I can't buy an ad in a magazine for five grand that's gonna do any better 
than what they're giving me. Yeah, and um, the distribution and the credibility as well with something like a, an entrepreneur is absolutely oh, totally. awesome. Yeah. So twofold, I think A, self-distribution, pay money to Facebook and YouTube, and they will put your video in front of your perfect prospect. Again, it's not about going viral. It's about who are the 1,000, 5,000, 10,000 people that are most likely to hire you. Spend money to put your video in front of them. And then two, look for alternative distribution. Um, and I gave you guys some examples like the chamber or associations. Another one, if you're like in the health space, can you go to every doctor's in their like waiting room? That's distribution. Yeah. Can they be playing your shows in the waiting room? Like you know, get creative and there's a lot of opportunity there for you. Awesome. You touched on uh, some completely different videos in terms of viral and also ambitious adventures, obviously the longer, the longer show, the series, yeah. show, or the traditional show that you see on TV. I know we're not going to dig into uh, viral too much, but I just want to, for people to clarify, cause I know you in ambitious adventures as well. You interviewed someone, I think it was Jake, was it Jake Paul or someone yeah. along the lines, about that viral video? Um, and the kind of concepts around that, just almost so we can distinguish, you know, we're not really talking about that. What did he or what did you find out of the key things that make a viral video in, in terms of length and, you know, some of the stuff is so random. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so for the viral side of things, I think it needs to be short, you know, in your 30 to 60 second range. I think that it needs to be timely, meaning like something that happened yesterday or over the weekend, how can you capitalize on that fast? Yeah. Um, and that's integrating whether it's pop culture or politics or, you know, something that is a little polarizing uh, one way or another. Um, music is really big, um, you know, so if you can, again, drag in like a hot song and do like a parody of it or, uh, again, it's, it's merging and meshing pop culture with your brand. And I think if you can do that in short form, uh, be a little humorous, whether it's making fun of yourself or making fun of, of the opposition. Uh, I'm very big on like us versus them, you know, mm -hmm. so like, we believe in this, you believe in something different, so we're gonna make fun of the people that believe something different. Um, you know, those are kind of the things that, that I would look at. Um, and again, it's not always the creation of the video, because there's a lot of smart, talented people that create these short form videos. Again, it's distribution. Uh, I think the, the day of you just posting something that, you know, your kids did something stupid, and you post it on YouTube, and that getting going completely viral is very, very difficult. You, you have to have that moment, but then you also have to have a distribution strategy. Now, that could be Reddit, you know, getting to the top of Reddit. That could be, um, you know, getting a top YouTuber to, to, to share it. But you need the second piece of it, which is the marketing and distribution, um, which I think a lot of people miss. They try to, they spend all the time and focus on the video and they spend no time on the marketing. And that's true, not just for viral videos. That's true for most businesses. That's true for yeah. most authors. You know, they write a book and they get a whole box of like 10,000 books and they go, uh-oh. How do I get yeah, rid of these I books? think that's yeah. Sometimes we think it's almost just in someone else's hands, and if it mm. uh, if it goes well, oh, brilliant. If it doesn't, oh, those unlucky. But like you say, I think you really need to self promote and organize these distribution channels because it's it's very very rare that yeah. someone can obviously come and say, oh yeah, I, I I love this. Let me let me distribute it for you. Yeah. Without you doing any of the work. So now I want to just shift gears all the way to the longer video and and I'll. Yeah traditional TV show and it's all about ambitious adventures at the moment. I know that's coming out over the next sort of couple of months or yep. 12 months. Is it spread out monthly episodes? Yeah, we did it. So we did something uh, interesting. Uh, we're actually doing one episode a month instead of one episode a week. And the reason uh, that we did that, there's actually two reasons. Uh, there's a private reason, which I'll share with you guys because Adam, I love you. Uh, and then there's <laughs> the, the public facing reason. Um, the, the private reason is because so we shot six episodes. We only edited one. Um, because that's all the money we had. Um, yeah. We ran out of funding for the show. They're not cheap. Uh, it's about, uh, and again, inside baseball, it's about twenty to $25,000 an episode to shoot yeah. it, cut it, 
I mean, we're traveling, so we're yeah. you know, flying five I, people. I, I just want to touch on our, on our tag is obviously that's we interviewed a Brandon Brandon Adams recently, yeah. and obviously that was part of his collaboration. He's the, the crowdfunding expert, and I know you put that um, through. Yeah. was it Kickstarter or? Yep. Yeah, yeah, and so that's yeah. yes, yeah, so it's a it's a huge thing, and I'll I'll link his episode in here. Um, but yeah, it's not cheap, and that's I mean that's the sort of it's it's a different mindset going into something yeah. like a big production, like, as opposed to these you know these shorter videos that a lot of people can do themselves. Yeah. So. Carry yeah. On. So, yeah. So, so big, but big er budget, right? So, I mean, we're still not TV where it's, you know, two, 300 grand an episode, but a uh, big budget for us. And, uh, we ran out of money. And so we did one episode, the Hollywood episode, and that's the episode that we shopped. So I sent, I was meeting with production companies and ultimately we went with entrepreneur and I didn't want to cut the other five episodes until we had a purpose for them. Yeah. Um, it's not that I never wanted to make them, uh, but you know, I wasn't going to spend another 30, 50, $60,000 out of my own pocket until the show had a home. Yeah, I think uh, that's, I mean, that's, that's huge. It comes right back to the extreme of people spending like three or six months locked away creating this product. Then they go to market and realize, oh, yeah. no one wants it. Oh, crap. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, and I didn't want to, you know, spend the money if it didn't have a home. And uh, so Entrepreneur took it. Um, we settled on kind of a, uh, they wanted the first episode in October. And I was like, okay, cool. But you're not getting the next one till November. And you're not getting the next yeah. one. And so, so we're doing it monthly because we're actually editing on the fly. So yeah. Uh, we're recording this on, I'm going to date it now, so you're going to hate me. That's but, right. I'm uh, gonna put, I'll put this out this week. I'm going to. Yeah. Uh, um, so November 29th is when we're filming this. Yes, last night, the 28th, I just got the third episode. Like we just wrapped it last night. It premieres in like 10 days, right? So like we're, we're tight. Um, yeah. And now I have to cut a bunch of promo videos and I got to cut a pr promo spots from that. And so we are really, really tight. And um, so the private reason is we ran out of money and didn't have a home. And now that we have a home and we have more money, uh, now we're cutting the additional yeah. <laughs> The public reason, and we're, at, we're really doing this, and, yeah. and I actually believe in it, is if you do something too close to each other, like this show means a lot to me, and I've gotten so much feedback from people who love it, and they're learning things, and they're being entertained, is if it's here one week, and another episode comes out six, seven days later, they already forgot about this one. Yeah. And so, you know, we, what we're doing now is it now gives us 30 days to focus on one episode yeah. and give time to each of the business owners, give time to promote Trace Mente Salsa who deserves it. And Kinasol who deserves, you know, more attention than just like, Hey, cool. Your 13 seconds of fame is up. We're on to the next episode. Yeah. yeah. And, and it also allows, um, the time for those views to go up. Cause again, if you only have a week to get views, you know, and then you're on to the next one. Well, you stop promoting episode two because focus on episode three. So now it's giving us a full 30 days to spend money on Facebook ads, to yeah. do interviews like the one that we're doing yeah. right now. I, I completely point, get it. To point yeah. people back. So yeah. it's actually helping because instead of, I think episode two of, of uh, in Des Moines is very impactful because it didn't have any superstars or celebrities in it. Um, it's got more views than the Hollywood one, but it's also part of the strategy of now like D Des Moines, like the Des Moines partnership board just like started posting it and sharing it and sending it out to their email list. Uh, the Des Moines technology club is sharing it. Like, but again, if we had been here today, gone tomorrow, I don't think it would have had as much life. And now, you know, we picked up an extra like 7,000 views yesterday. You know, again, it's not, yeah. we're not in the millions, but you know, 7,000 people watching your show in one day doesn't suck. Yeah, uh, that's huge. Especially since we didn't work for it. Like they yeah. found it, they discovered it. And so that so that's kind of the twofold strategy of how we're releasing it i love that and i completely relate to that i think people should in their own situations think how does that apply to what they're doing in terms of putting out content because yes there's a lot of people playing put out you know constant con uh, content and i yeah. agree with that in some scenarios but it's one of the reasons i went from the you know the first year of my podcast was three interview episodes a week and exactly yeah. at that point because i think the, the breaking point for me apart from it's a lot of work was there was, was two-pronged here was when i had robert green on 
and he was sandwiched on a Wednesday between, you know, Monday's episode, Friday's episode. Yeah. And that was when alarm bells, because literally I, I was talking about him for about a day. Then as soon as his has come out, I was on to the next one and he got absolutely lost in the, the yeah. volume. And so now I have one. So for your show that's coming out this Friday, that's the guest episode this week. Yeah, and now and now that's better for the guest. It's yeah. better for you. It gets more downloads of that episode. It, I mean, there, there's so much benefit to it. And look, I get it. Like, I, I understand, like, why JLD does seven days a week. You know, that's his thing. But yeah. it doesn't mean that you need to be him. Yeah. Uh, again, most people put all the focus on, all right, I'm going to do the best interview ever, and then no one listens to it. Yeah. I would rather do a good interview, a good enough interview, and get so many people to see it than, than anything else. Yeah. I mean, that's what you want. You want people to see your work. Being specific with Ambitious Adventures as well, for all that work you're putting in, and the quality, yeah. the quality is so high, and it's an absolutely awesome show. Like you say, for it to be done in like six weeks or something like that, oh, yeah. it's, just, it's just crazy. So I think it's, it's good that you know, you're know you going to have this kind of... For, yeah, you know, it also gives me six months to talk about the show, right? Instead of six weeks. Like now I got six months where I, I don't have to book a podcast every day because the show ends in like a week. I got six months. I could do like one a week or one, two a week. You know, it, it just gives us so much more room um, to do that kind of stuff. And, uh, again, it was accidental, but, um, I'm kind of happy with, with how it worked out. Cool. Uh, we could, we still going to do a little alpha round to finish. I know we've done it before. It was three years ago. I'm, I'm we, sure I don't, I'm going to say completely different <laughs> yeah. stuff now. We'll so. be, be brief around certain things, but I mean, let's just start with a few tools, tips and resources around specifically video. What would be a resource or a camera that you use for say ambitious life or is it like way yeah, up in the budget it or? is uh so yeah our ambitious life show we'd shoot with uh canon c100s um i couldn't tell you the lenses they're not cheap <laughs> cameras yeah um, we shoot uh so we shoot ambitious life with two cameras one's a static shot that's on kind of a widescreen uh of, of the whole set and then uh dan uh, is my camera guy uh, he's a personality people almost know him more than they know <laughs> me um and uh, so Love dan that. is uh on a, a a moving camera meaning that it's not on a tripod he's like popping in and out and zooming in and out and yep. following me as I go around and it, and that's created a really cool dynamic and because of the relationship Dan and I have he knows what I'm going to do before I'm going to do it and yep. so we're very in sync to know that I'm going to go this way now I'm going to go right now I'm going to duck down now I'm going to jump and scream or do you know and uh it, it's added a really cool dynamic to it so um uh, you know, just as a tip too, shooting with two cameras allows you to edit much better than shooting yep. with one. Because if you're with one and then you do a jump cut, like it looks like a cut. But if you cut to a different camera, you can move time and space and um, it makes editing much, much easier as well. Awesome. What would yeah. you say is a mistake that you see regularly in videos where you, because this is your thing, where you just yeah. think, bam, they've, they've, they've missed a trick that they've messed up. So there's technical stuff. So, you know, not having a good microphone, like if they can't hear you, who cares? Um, almost as equally important as lighting. Like most people's lighting game is terrible. Yeah. Um, and uh, again, if you're trying to get people to know you like you trust you, you should, you should look good. Um, so I'm going to say those two things. The other big mistake, and this is a little bit of a curveball, the, the biggest mistake I see people make is buying another damn training course instead of shooting the damn video. Like <laughs> you're, you won't get better at camera by buying another $2,000 course or $500 course. You won't get good at camera by listening to another interview. You won't get it by reading another book, by listening to Gary Vee. The only way you get better at being on camera is by being on camera. The only way you get better at interviews, and Adam, dude, you're a thousand times better than you were three, four years ago, and you weren't bad then, but guess what? You do, you did three interviews a week forever, you know, and now you're doing, you do a hundred in a night with me out in, in Hollywood. Like, the only way to get better at a craft is to actually do the craft. So, if you're scared to get on video, the only way you're going to overcome that is, is getting on video. 
Um, you know, I'm on video nearly every single day and have been for 10 years. That's why I'm really good at what I do. Yeah. Um, you can't have that level of mastery if you're buying another freaking course. If you're watching someone else on video, you have to do video yourself. It's hard advice to take, easy advice to give, but bro, you will not have a great podcast. You will not have a great video show. You will not, like, if you want to write, then write. Like, don't buy a book about writing, actually write. You know, like, you're going through that right now with a book. Yes, yes. Like, <laughs> you, you can read another Hemingway book about you know, writing, or you can just write the damn book. The, the learning curve is so steep. Like, I'm learning so much through going through the process, and it's quite painful, but that's how you're going to learn. And it's the yeah. same thing. I'm sure most people's video they put out the first time is cringeworthy. Yeah. The next one will be slightly better and better and better. <laughs> yeah. The best example I have is, is on YouTube, go watch Gary Vee's Wine Library number one. It's garbage. It's yep. terrible. <laughs> and look at Gary Vee now. But that's 10 years of being on camera every day. That's how yep. you get good. Awesome. So this could be, uh, I'm hoping this is going to be different. It probably is because neither of us will remember. But is there, in the past three years, is there a kind of quote or ethos or even in the last month that really is resonating with you or jumps to mind your whole approach to things? Man, that's a, that's a, that's a really good one. Um, the, the one I've been using lately because it's on brand is do your actions match your ambitions? So there's a lot of people that use social as a way to say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to launch this. You know, I want to work out. I want to start a business. I want to do this. And then their actions don't match what they're talking about. Very easy when you look at someone's calendar to see what they're prioritizing, you know, and as silly as it is, I was doing an interview with somebody uh, yesterday or Monday and uh, you know, I pulled out my calendar and I'm like, all right, so here's the deal from nine 30 to five o'clock. I am jam packed and I am, balls to the wall working five o'clock to eight 30, not one call. Don't use the internet. Don't do anything because I'm having dinner with the kids. I'm playing with the kids. I'm doing bath and bedtime with the kids. And then I'm hanging out with Jen nine o'clock. Boom. Back on it. Got calls, got an interview, got, you know, emails to go through, whatever it is. Same thing with the gym. Like fitness is very important to me right now, but guess what? It's on the calendar you know, scheduled. I wake up at five 20 in the morning. I'm at the gym from six to seven 15. I'm home at seven 30. Like, if it's important to you, you will make time for it. So do your actions match your ambitions? My guess is that they don't. If you really want to write the book and you haven't you know, scheduled an hour a day to write your book, you don't really want to write the book. You're talking about a book, but you don't really want to, you don't really want to do what's necessary you know, to get that result that you want. Awesome. And is there anyone, especially obviously you've interviewed a lot of people in the last three years, anyone who springs to mind, you think actually that would be a, someone else who'd be a good interview for this show and maybe from your network that you could hook me up with. Yeah. Um, so ask me the second part of the question after I give you the first part of the answer. <laughs> um, so the, the thing that, that really drives me right now is, um, is, is fatherhood. Um, and this might not be the angle you thought I was going, but yeah, no, like the, 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 the spinoff show that I really want to do is ambitious dads, um, where I go around the country finding dads who are growing their business, but they're still at home in time for dinner. And I think that that's really important because so many alpha type entrepreneurs will go hard. They, they see Gary Vee working from 6am to 10pm and spending no time with their kids. And that works for him. It doesn't work for me. It's not the dad that I want to be. Yeah. But it also doesn't mean that I can't grow my business. It also doesn't mean that I can't, you know, do a, a reality show and travel and build a studio and build a business and do these things. So I'm really looking for other dads who are 
who want to change the world, who want to make a big impact, but they also want to make an impact at home. And to me, those are the people, I mean, they're, they're heroes, man. Like my, I have a lot of dad friends in my community who they're just like, I don't know how you do it because you, I see you on camera, you're releasing videos, you're traveling, you're here, you're there, but then you take a red eye flight so you can take your kid to the baseball game at 10 a.m. Yeah. And they're like, how do you do it? I'm like, cause that, it's my priority. Like yeah. my kids are- Absolutely love it, yeah. There's certain things you schedule it and immovable. And I, I remember you told me about that, that idea in Hollywood. And I love that idea. I think that's absolutely. Yeah. Amazing. Well, I left Hollywood. Um, you know, we were yeah, exactly. in the middle of doing red carpet interviews. Awesome. And I'm like, exactly. bro, I'm out. I got a red eye flight because my son's got a, it's his birthday. Yeah. His birthday was on Sunday, but the, the party was on Saturday. I'm like, I'm going home. Hell or high yeah. water. Like that's more important to me than one more business deal. Exactly. There's always another business deal, but there's never another fifth birthday. Like yep. you, my son will never have another fifth birthday. They'll, sure, there'll be a sixth and a seventh, never gets five again. And yep. so that to me, other dads, and it could be moms too, but just obviously I am a dad, so there's yep. affinity there. Um, those are the people that, that I truly envy because it's hard. Like if yep. I told you this, this thing was easy, you know, I'd be no. bluntly <laughs> lying to you. Like this I, thing is hard. I am tired. I am exhausted. Yep. But I have a mission both in my business and I have a mission and a vision for my family. And, and I don't want to let either one of them down. So along that vein, is there anyone who springs to mind you think would be a good interview, ultimately an ambitious dad within your network? Yeah, man. Uh, so I think you should really talk to you along those lines, um, Matt Maddox and Caleb Maddox. Um, oh, yeah. That'd be a great so, so Matt is the dad. His son is 15 now. He's a motivational speaker. He's spoken on stage at uh, the big ClickFunnels event with Tony Robbins. I mean, he's traveled all over the world. Yeah, he's one of the top speakers ever, but, but the dad drives that and drives him and instilled these values in him. And uh, he'd be a great person. I think you guys would really, really hit it off um, from either side, whether it's Caleb or Matt. I think that'd be a good guy for you. Awesome. Great recommendation. And in finishing up, What's next for you? What's the, the next year, the next, the next big thing that's coming up for you? Man, uh, so, uh, you know, we still got four episodes of Ambitious Adventures. Uh, this Saturday, you mentioned, is the Emmy Awards. Uh, we're up for two, two nominations, one for the show, one for myself as a host. And uh, I, I'd, love to, I'd love to walk away with a lot of gold around my neck that night. Um, <laughs> You know, so we still got four episodes to go. Uh, planning and prepping for season two. Um, it's definitely not greenlit, uh, but we're in that stage of do we want to do this? Do we want to do we want to tackle the second season? Uh, but like I said, right at the start, the kind of that Ryan Seacrest thing, it's starting to take place because uh, this year alone, we shot about 25 shows for clients um, where we're helping them to create their own online TV show. Uh, I got a new pilot that I'm shooting for a new reality show um, with an actor that I'm that I'm very excited to do. Um, so. It, it, it's, it's just continuing this, this path of, of leveling up, you know? So how do you go, how do you get to the next level? Cool, we got entrepreneur. How do we level that relationship to get to CNN or CNBC? Yeah. How do we level that to get to ABC? How do we level that to get to Netflix? How do we, I, and I don't know, the, the sky is the limit. There's no rules right now. And um, we're just gonna keep throwing stuff out there in, until we make our own rules. Awesome. And uh, I can't believe we haven't mentioned it. For those who are coming across this episode for the first time and haven't heard Greg in the original, when he said gold around his neck, it reminded me he's in a former life. He was a, a white rapper in a, in a rap. <laughs> he had a record deal and that was a completely different life. But again, I'll link the original show. You can go and we talked all about that. Um, and Ambitious Adventures, I say really great show resonates with me. I love it. What's the best way people can go and connect with you and find out more and catch the next show? 
Yeah, so the biggest thing is I'd love if you, if you guys watch the show, right? Um, ambitious.com slash adventures um, is the easiest way to get there. That'll actually take you to our Facebook watch page. Uh, so we're one of a very small handful of shows that has been picked up by Facebook's TV channel. Again, that's through our distribution uh, with Entrepreneur. Uh, so ambitious.com slash adventures. They can see uh, both full episodes. Uh, episode three will be out you know, within a few days of, of, of this, ep- of this uh, podcast coming out. Um, would love for you guys to see that. And then I'm just Greg Roulette everywhere. Uh, you know, uh, Instagram and Facebook is, is where I spend 99% of my time. Uh, let me know what you think about the show. To me, that's the most important thing. Uh, you know, we want to get that show into many people's hands as possible. The best thank you, if you learned anything from this episode, would just be sharing the show. Just share it with somebody that you think should see it. Uh, that's the best thank you that I, that I can possibly get. Awesome, Greg. Well, always a pleasure. Great to catch up. And uh, if you get bored of the sun, you're always welcome to bring the family up for some snow. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Our next adventure, right? (laughs) The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. As usual, please do head over to ayalpha.com to connect with the show, connect with me. Do the little guy a favor. Subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back.